You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. My name is Peter. So yesterday I was trying out this library called Conform, and specifically it's an adapter for React. And I was using the hook uh, use form in order to generate um, accessible props for my uh, forms. Uh, and I actually noticed that um, regardless if I enable or disable the JavaScript in the browser, uh, it, uh, it still sets um, the no validate attribute to the form to true, uh, but it also sets um, it also sets validation attributes to the inputs uh, like max length uh, required, etc. Uh, so I'm really wondering is there if there is a reason behind such behavior? Uh, because there definitely should be. So yeah, I hope to hear from you. Thanks. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Pitar, thank you so much for the question. So I'm actually working on this today. I'm recording videos for epicweb.dev, and today is the Professional Web Forms workshop, and it's going to be great. And yes, we are using Conform in that workshop and use form, hook, and all of that stuff. So I literally just a few minutes ago um, uh, recorded a video about adding no validate so that you can um, sidestep the built-in browser uh, validation. And I explained why you want to keep the attributes on the inputs. So here's the explanation. <laughs> the, the reason that you want to keep that is because um, assistive technologies will actually use those to assist in people filling out the forms. So uh, if you have a required attribute, um, the uh, assistive technologies will say, um, this field is required. Uh, not only that, though, um, if you have a max length, then the browser will prevent the user from typing something that's longer than that max length. Uh, so there are various um, reasons that you want to continue to have that um, that behavior. Um, and so you want to uh, keep those attributes on there. This is uh, also important for progressive enhancement. So um, the, the no validate um, on the server render and that actually was a surprise to me. And I need to talk to Edmund uh, about that because I'm pretty sure we want uh, no validate to be false on the server render um, so that uh, we get the, the browser's built-in behavior. Uh, and the reason that I feel that way uh, is, or that it should function that way is because uh, if the JavaScript isn't on the page, then it's most likely that the user was able to submit the form before the JavaScript is finished downloading and hydrated. And if that's the case, then they're probably on a slow network connection. And if that's the case, then uh, submitting the form um, with errors w uh, will take quite a while to actually submit that, uh, only to turn around and come back with some errors. And so it would be better to be able to um, handle some of the easy errors uh, so the, that easy validation um, on the client um, itself. Uh, and so having no validate is false until the JavaScript is ready to handle that stuff, uh, in my mind, would be a good idea. So I'm going to ask Edmund about that. But uh, yeah, the uh, hopefully that answers your question on why uh, using those uh, input attributes for validation is helpful. It's mostly um, for just enhancing the, the user's experience with uh, proper... Um, 
accessibility uh, assistance there and um, just uh, general usability uh, stuff that the browser does. So hopefully that helps and uh, yeah, have a nice day. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.